0: This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Cara Ritchie.
1: All right, hey friends. Time to look alive. (laughs) Happy Tuesday, I guess. Uh, Man, we're still a million miles away from the weekend, but you survived your monday you're back for another day and uh we appreciate you hanging out with us here on the workday red zone of course we're all over your radio dial on the ticket radio network but in addition to that you can keep up with us online 95.3 the tickets.com is one place to head and uh also you can take us with you on the go download the tune in app and search for knea and that's well that's it that's all you gotta do Hey, if you want to shout at us today, that's pretty easy as well. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call on the Ritter Communications hotline. You can also join in on the conversation on social media: Facebook dot com slash the Ticket Radio, and then on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. Or you can look for today's poll question by using the hashtag. WDRZ. I'm Kara Ritchie. I'm joined in studio by producer Cade Carlton. Good afternoon. And uh, yeah, this is us. This is who uh, you're going to be speaking with today. This is who you're going to hear today. Uh, also coming up today at 1.30, we'll be joined by Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He usually comes and hangs out with us on Tuesdays in studio. And well, today he is going to be doing that. So looking forward to that chat coming up later. In terms of some news and notes going on today... Uh, mentioned this yesterday but i want to go ahead and repeat it because i think it's pretty cool arkansas state alum chris odom having a really good start to his usfl career playing for the houston gamblers odom is a nominee for the league's defensive player of the week award after he recorded six tackles two and a half sacks a tackle for loss in last saturday's game against tampa bay if you want to vote for chris odom you can do so on the usfl twitter page meanwhile Pitchers' duel yesterday went the St. Louis Cardinals way as they topped Kansas City one to nothing. Paul Goldschmidt's first inning home run was enough for the win as uh, the St. Louis pitching held the Royals to just five hits. The teams play again today, but the scene switches to Kauffman Stadium. First pitches at 7-10 on 95-9. The Wolf also a early heads-up for tomorrow. Uh, this is just a two-game series, and that uh, series finale was slated to be played, I think, at six ten or so tomorrow. Um, they've already moved that game because there is the threat of severe weather—at least rain—tomorrow night in Kansas City. So that now is going to be a twelve ten start. So seven ten tonight on the Wolves, twelve ten tomorrow. Pre-game coverage fifty-five minutes before first pitch tonight. It's the Grizzlies on the ticket. Uh, they're of course trying to even up that series against Golden State. However, Grizzlies PR last night or yesterday afternoon putting out uh, some kind of concerning health notes. Uh, Desmond Bain, Zaire Williams, now listed as questionable. Stephen Adams still listed as out for Game Two. There has not been an update today, but uh, tip off from FedEx Forum at eight thirty, and that means pregame coverage starts at eight. Right here on the ticket, we asked you a a Grizzlies question of the day yesterday, and we'll follow up on that in a little bit and look at your answers. But uh, today, I want to talk NCAA and everything going on right now in collegiate athletics because it's a lot. Uh, It's like a keep your head on a swivel timeline right now across college sports. And it's been like that for what, like a year and a half? Uh, maybe even a little bit longer than that, since the transfer portal came into being, it's been boom, 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 boom. And it seems like things are just kind of just, just crazy. Uh, the direction that the name, image, and likeness um, implementation has taken is, has gone wild. It certainly is not just about paying kids to go out and write books for their own name, image, and likeness. There's these crazy collectives. There are already players holding out because they haven't gotten an NIL deal or want more money from their deal than they've already received. It's just, uh, it's, it's taken a turn and there are definitely some even more significant gaps over the past couple of years from the uh, haves and the have mores than we've seen in a long time. So our KavanaughCars.com question for you today. I want to know if, if you think we are headed for a split in the NCAA in the near future. And, you can kind of go your own direction with split it it could mean a full-on ncaa split there's going to be a certain amount of schools that completely break away from the ncaa entirely it could be a fbs split where you see like a single a double a classification and also fcs d2 d3 nai whatever Uh, just any kind of split from how college athletics is governed right now Are, are we headed for that and if so When do you possibly think that will happen? Do you think we'll see it in the next five years, in the next 10, or say the next 15 or so? Because I do want to say kind of sort of in the near future. I'm not interested in having a conversation about what's going to be going on in 2072. I'm probably not going to live that long. So let's keep it in the next 15 years when we say near future. I can't even imagine what college athletics would look like in 2072 anyways. uh, That would blow my mind. But uh, just basically, again, a yes or no answer. And if you are siding with yes on this, give us kind of a vague timeline as to when you think that might be the case. Also, if you call us on the phone today, are you for it or against it? Uh, Do you think this is something that needs to happen? And how could it possibly, um, what could lead to that? There are a lot of conversations um, continuing about coaches and and athletic departments feeling like they're on or kind of like they're in, they're in different places. And even across the FBS landscape which is now set to be 131 teams, there are some dramatic differences in budgets, in facilities, in amenities, in um, in, in so many other things. And that's even before you get to NIL conversations. Yeah. That's just flat out how how can th- There are probably still programs out there that don't have a training table, that don't have the same nutrition to give to their student-athletes. There are still programs out there that are not paying cost of attendance, which is something that was implemented, what, five years ago? Uh, so, so there are just these incredible disparities already in college athletics before we even got to name, image, and likeness. And that's among the 131 football-playing members of the NCAA, or uh, 131 FBS members of the NCAA. You start to look at the difference in, you know, a basketball budget from the school ranked number 1 to the school ranked 357 or whatever number we're at now and it's just it, it's wild how different things are. And so what if anything should happen to get people more on on the same playing field because right now again the disparities are just massive, massive, massive in college sports. Um, when you look at the gap among all sports, you know, obviously the, the NIL has introduced even a new wrinkle to that. And especially with the collectives, because, because originally what I was talked about with NIL, you know, it was it, in theory, I was very much behind so much of NIL, you know, a student goes out and wants to have an autograph signing. Cool. They want to be able to give golf lessons, softball lessons, shooting lessons. Cool. They want to be able to host a YouTube channel and get money for that. Cool. Because all of those things were not allowed last year. And I thought I thought it was great that student-athletes would have that opportunity. But, of course, <laughs> uh, man, what is the phrase? The road to hell is paved with good intentions? Yeah. <laughs> I don't necessarily think, you know, college football is on the road to Hades, but uh all of a sudden these collectives have sprung up and now it kind of goes against everything that was their original nil intent you were the original reasoning behind it was for students to be able to be compensated due to the name on the back of the jersey and not the front but now you're getting money just because you go to texas you're getting money just because you go to miami it has nothing to do with who you are as a student athlete or what you contribute to society outside of your sport if you're an author or an artist or whatever else so that thing has gone wild. Uh, that is just one of many disparities. Of course, I think we're all aware of just how wild coaching salaries are at this point in time. I don't know who the lowest college football, uh, lowest paid college football coach is, but I know just a couple short years ago, before he got a well earned substantial raise, I think Jamie Chadwell at Coastal Carolina was making somewhere in the 350 range. Uh, for comparison, the highest paid coach right now in college football is Nick Saban, and I think he clocks in at 9.75 million. So when you have a coach getting paid, what is that? Uh, I can't do the math. 20 times as much? Yeah. 30 times as much? One coach is to another? I mean, that's just insane. You've also got uh, significant disparities with with coaching staffs. Again, uh, just because coaches can have 10 on-field assistants does not mean they have 10 coaches uh, and only 10 that are helping out around the program. We now see schools that have support support staffs of 30, 40, 50 uh, coaches there in the building uh, serving under roles as analysts and quality control and things like that. The days of just having a GA and uh, some coaches are, are gone as you've got directors of uh, personal development d- director of personnel, professional liaison I don't even know like you just string together a bunch of words that sound vaguely like football and put director in front of it and that's that's a new position at Alabama. I just created one yesterday. director of professional personnel development. <laughs> yep, I buy. <laughs> anyways again uh, there are are some pretty big splits right now among college athletics so well, we see those splits manifest in a organize, organizational split, or just a continued disparity in the way that uh, the the financial ground that that different athletic departments are on. So, that is our KavanaughCars.com question. We'll circle back to this several different times today about what you know pot, what I think a split might look like. I, I don't really. I'll be honest with you. I don't really have a timeline here on when when I think this is going to happen. I do think it's going to happen. Uh, I don't know if we're going to see this. I I don't think it'll be in the next five years, but I'm not sure after that. But again, we'll continue to debate it throughout the course of today's show. Now, this is, of course, something we can debate for days and weeks and months and years ahead. But we also need to debate today what the Grizzlies need to do different to be able to come out and get a win in game two and even up that series against Golden State. And I guess uh, that's a little bit more timely. So we'll get to that when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When
0: she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All
2: right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie
0: on the Workday Red Zone. Hey
3: there, this is Brad Bobo, personally inviting you to join me for The Drive. It's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it. A-State in the Sun Belt, Arkansas and the SEC, plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports. Plus, you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on the Ticket Radio Network.
4: Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203 0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. all done in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details.
5: Would you like to earn up to $21.25 per hour? Would you like opportunities like growth advancement and enjoy benefits? Denso and Osceola is offering just that in your first year. Denso is the industry leader in the design of advanced automotive systems. Denso builds the best products in the world by hiring the best people. You can earn up to $21.25 per hour and get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 paid holidays in your first year by becoming a Denso team member today. Start your new career with Denso. Denso also offers referral bonuses plus medical, vision, dental insurance, and a 401k with a 4% match. Apply today at DensoCareers.com and search Osceola Arkansas. That's D-E-N-S-O Careers.com and search Osceola Arkansas. Walk-in interviews every Wednesday from 9 to 1130 a.m. at 100 Denzo Road in Osceola. Earn up to $21.25 per hour. Get 13 days of paid vacation and 13 days paid holiday plus benefits today with Denzo.
6: Farmers, have you booked your new crop corn in Milo? Before you do, call Pico Foods. Pico is buying new crop corn in Milo at always competitive prices. Pico Foods, the eighth largest poultry producer in the U.S. and a 4 generation family owned business supports local producers and they're buying new crop corn and milo right now in arkansas missouri call david durham or james chester 870-202-7101 in alabama and mississippi call craig bird or john taylor hickman 601-670-9383
7: At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whatever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood. Grilling season is here, and Gazaway Ace is your outdoor cooking headquarters with brands like Traeger, Weber, the Big Green Egg, and Blackstone. Get free assembly and free delivery now at Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould.
6: Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go. Go, Gazaway.
7: Adopt U.S. Kids presents...
0: This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone.
9: I'm gonna find them off.
10: A Seven
11: Nation Army couldn't know me back. They're gonna rip it
1: off. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Kara and Kate hanging out with you. 930-3776 is the number to call. And What we're asking you today for our KavanaughCars.com question is whether or not you think we are headed for some kind of NCAA split. And I'll let you, the listener, the caller, the voter on Twitter, decide exactly, interpret the word split how you see fit. Whether that is a complete NCAA organizational split or whether it could just be a football split or some other kind of split, but basically, you know, a significant shaking up of the leadership somewhere in in college athletics. Um, of course, you could say no; you could just not think we're headed for that. But uh, if you do vote yes, you know, I've given you a couple different options on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie that basically just uh, kind of outline a timeline: the next five years, next ten years, when. Uh, right now, yes, and in the next five years, is the leader in the clubhouse on our Twitter poll. It's thirty nine percent of you lead that lean that way. But we will continue to circle back around to this question several times throughout the course of the show and check on your responses. Yesterday, we asked you how you thought this uh, Western Conference semifinal matchup between Golden State and Memphis would play out. Uh, 53.6% of you ended up rolling with Golden State while... 46.4% 46.4% of you did have faith in Memphis to come back and, and take it in six or seven. But, of course, if they're going to be able to do that, that has to start tonight. I would <laughs> I would not feel very good no. about no. Memphis uh, rolling out to Golden State in a 2-0 hole. Um, in fact, not that I would just be waving a white flag, but I wouldn't feel great about it. Uh, the Grizzlies, of course— don't have to look very far in the rear view to draw inspiration on how to battle back from a 1-0 deficit in a series as they did that what two weeks ago is how that series started against Minnesota. And yes, Golden State is a completely different animal than the Timberwolves were, but they do have experience there. And it is certainly impossible at this point in time to count out the Grizzlies as we've seen them battle back in every single possible way so far early in the playoffs including uh, from game to game. Uh, A little worried tonight in terms of of personnel. Uh, Steven Adams has been out of this series, of course, due to health and safety protocols. And I don't know how much longer he's going to be going through the protocols. Of course, every situation is different. I don't know if he has COVID or if it's protocols or contact tracing or vaccinated or not vaccinated. I I really don't care. Just know he's not uh, listed as available as of yesterday with the report that the Grizzlies PR put out. Uh, Zaire Williams has been upgraded from out to questionable, but it's um, not all good news there on the questionable list because now Desmond Bain is listed as questionable as well, and of course he's been a pretty big spark for the Grizzlies in terms of his shooting. Um, Not just the playoffs, but the season. I mean, when he's on one, he is on one. And the Grizzlies are going to need some kind of firepower from three to be able to go um, toe-to-toe with Steph and Clay and all of the other warriors weapons you've got to have somebody who can get hot and and launch it even if some of your other guys are struggling when you go through and and you try and look at what the Grizzlies could do better than they did in game one it certainly it it wasn't a disaster yes the the Grizzlies got down 10 points in the fourth quarter and uh, ideally you would not see that happen again but at the end of the game the Warriors made plays and the Grizzlies did not and it wasn't just this huge, significant disparity. It's not anything where, you know, you're getting blown out by 15 or 20 and you're freaking out about how you have to reset your whole offense and your defense and your rotations and everything else. You just need a couple tweaks here and there. A couple better finishes here and there. Maybe one or two few fewer jaw <laughs> three-pointers here and there.
11: I mean, he was pretty hot though, the other night.
1: He was. To well, start he was, the game. He started hot. And then he just kind of kept shooting through it, even after he cooled off a little bit. But, you know, you need to just rebound it a little bit better. Do a little bit better on on your rotations a little bit better on on your defense and it's gonna be okay but certainly there are some things that that this team has to do better uh, one of my biggest hopes for game two is that jaron jackson jr can continue the tear that he is on in the past couple of games again you go back to friday When he kept himself out of foul trouble and he he played really good in that game and then capitalized on that with just phenomenal performance on Sunday. 33 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, He was good from the floor, but he was great from three. Six for nine is just an amazing total. In fact, it's the second highest single game total of his career. And that 33 points were the most he's ever scored in a playoff game. So... Not that you necessarily need him to go out and and replicate a 33-point performance, but you need him to be able to replicate the minutes that he was out there because the offense is a bonus. What you need him out there a lot for is is the defense, especially if you're not going to be able to have Steven Adams out there. You need to make sure all your bigger bodies are out there on the court, not in foul trouble, able to contribute. So the list for the Grizzlies is – not super lengthy, but not short. But it's not, it's not overwhelming. Just do a couple things a, a little, a little bit better.
11: I feel like they're going to win tonight. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. But I, I feel like they're going to win. I, I mean, it's too important of a game. Like if you go on the road down two zero, you're you're probably getting swept. I, I feel like they're going to win tonight. I, I do think they need to mix the starting lineup up though. That lineup is the worst lineup in the NBA playoffs so far. That that's not just me saying it. Like literally, the rating—it's a negative thirty-two. It's the worst-rated lineup in the NBA playoffs that has played over like ten minutes.
1: You would sub out who for who?
11: I would take Till. I would not play Tillman. Okay. I would replace Tillman's minutes between Conchar. Uh, Kyle Anderson and uh, De'Anthony Melton. I mean, Tillman's averaging fifteen, sixteen, seventeen minutes. Give those guys a few extra minutes and put, I would say, probably Kyle Anderson in the starting lineup, because for whatever reason they don't want to play Clark and Jaron Jackson yeah. together. And that's, I mean, whatever. Uh, at this point, if you want Clark to come off the bench, that's fine, but you can't have that lineup because it is an offensive liability.
1: Defensively. Man, the Warriors are just tough to defend. I mean, that's, let me state the obvious here. Is they've got, you know, so many different weapons. But then they're just good at sharing it. They're good at communicating with each other. And that can cause some confusion sometimes against uh, the defenders. We saw that happen a, a couple of times in Sunday's game with different switches and screens and things like that. And that's how all of a sudden you look over and you see a wide open Steph Curry or a wide open Clay Thompson, and that can't happen in these games because again, there's you only get you only get so many like free passes in terms of yeah. of not being able to defend those guys. If, if Curry has another look like that for the rest of the playoffs, he's not missing it.
11: Yeah, I mean, I think you start Brooks out on Curry tonight. Like if you put Anderson in the lineup, then you can have Anderson guarding Draymond Green and uh, all that. But I think you start Brooks on Curry.
1: I am kind of interested in seeing what the Draymond Green impact will be like in, in this game and how that will factor in. Because, of course, you know, he played for the first, what, quarter and a half? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think one. the
11: Grizzlies win that game if he stays in the game. Okay, He turned it over like five times at that point. That's like true. Th- They had a lot of turnovers with Draymond in the lineup, and then they went smaller when Draymond got out, and they spaced the floor better, and so, like, I, I think and I don't think overall they're a they're a better team without Draymond, but I think in that particular case they were a better team than Draymond without Draymond Sunday.
1: Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call if you want to get in on the Grizzlies discussion, or uh, of course on the question of the day as well. Uh, let me whine really briefly about the fact that this is an eight thirty start time, but then all right, we're we're over it. Uh, I love it.
11: <laughs> I really like eight thirty start times are the best. Whew.
1: Some of us need our beauty sleep, man. Just, that's, that's tough for me. Uh, I do hope, you know, that the rest of the nation continues to kind of follow this series because even though ultimately, you know, Sunday didn't work out the way a lot of us in this area would have liked, it was a really good game. There were a couple different points in that game where each team was just throwing haymakers and the opposition would battle back and you had some really good stretches of just very, very good basketball. Not not defensive lapses, just guys out there going and making plays. And uh, it doesn't look like, you know, I was the only one that enjoyed that, is that was actually um, the most watched conference semifinals game since 2011 on ABC. There were a lot, a lot of people that tuned in and watched that one. Obviously, the Warriors with Steph Curry still have, you know, kind of that household name factor, but I do think more people out there are starting to follow along with John Morant and what these Grizzlies can do. So curious to see how the ratings continue for the rest of this series. The growl towels are out for tonight. Is There's always shots you can find at those uh, there at FedEx Forum as they go ahead and sit those out there early. And these say Big Memphis. I would like, man, this would be such a, <laughs> I don't want to say colossal waste of time, but I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm, I want to know the Grizzlies win percentage by like growl towel. Because obviously they don't repeat them, but, like, if it says Memphis yeah. on it, do they have more or less success? Well, I mean, they or- used
11: to. Like, they used to, like, it was, like, believe Memphis or we don't bluff or, like, grit and grind or whatever. And, like, mm-hmm. they would just kind of, like, go through. But they've had a different grout out for every game this year.
1: Again, uh, these are inspired by John ja Morant, who following – what game was that?
11: That was game two okay. of Timberwolves.
1: All right. Following the, the win, game two against the Timberwolves. Made, you know, held up his hand in like the shape of, of an M. You know, you put your hand down and you cross your middle and ring finger. And anyways, it's an M if you can't envision it in your head. I'm doing a really bad job of describing it. But that's what's on the towel along with Mem- big Memphis and, of course, a big grizzly face. So anyways, those of you going, that's what will be on your seat tonight when you get there. And for the rest of us, you can of course see those pictures all over social media, but uh, pretty cool stuff. There's the Grizzlies continue to crank out the growl towels for every single playoff game. 830 again is your start time. Uh, Eight o'clock is your pregame time right here on the ticket radio network. So we'll continue to circle back around to that game. And of course the NBA playoffs throughout the course of the show. As well. But just a couple minutes overdue for a break. We'll go ahead and take one. Phone lines will be open during the break at 9303 776. We'll be back in a moment on the ticket.
0: The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of him, you speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone.
9: Quick Lane in Jonesboro is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, and alignments. Quick Lane is the home of buy three, get one free on tires and oil changes. With tires starting as low as $59 and the everyday low oil change price of $34.99. Plus, financing options are available. At Quick Lane, we also do brakes and alignments for all makes and models. Your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, alignments, and oil changes is Quick Lane. At the corner of Caraway and Highland, next to Tommy's Car Wash. Or call 870-934-1907.
6: Shirts, bags, koozies, hoodies, beanies, stickers, jackets, blankets.
1: You imagine we create at Unique, Ink. Whether your small business needs custom branded merchandise or your family needs matching magical vacation shirts, we're here for all your printing needs. With nearly a decade of experience and unmatched customer service, Unique, Inc. is your one-stop design shop. When you think custom anything, think Unique, Inc. 1320 Red Wolf Boulevard in Jonesboro. Keychains, hats,
6: business cards, bookmarks, monograms, embroidery, Colson Group USA is the largest manufacturer of caster and wheel products, responsible for the most trusted and highest quality mobility solutions available in the world today. Colson Group Jonesboro has a state-of-the-art facility and is looking for qualified individuals to join our team. Colson Group needs qualified machine press operators and production supervisors. Come work in a climate-controlled environment with great benefits and a four-day work week with weekends off. Visit our website at colsongroupusa.com and click Careers tab. Apply today. That's colsongroupusa.com.
12: It's springtime and your friends at the Ticket Radio Network are ready for all the fun that comes with it. We're home to every A-State baseball game the rest of the season, plus home of the Memphis Grizzlies as they make their run through the playoffs. And be sure to listen every weekday to the Front Row with Budrow from 7 to 10, RWRC Radio 10 to noon, the Workday Red Zone with Caro Ritchie from noon to 2, the Setup from 2 to 3, and the Drive with Brad Bobo from 3 to 6. It's all right here on the Ticket Radio Network. Network.
6: Cattle prices on the rise; everything else down. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. May corn at eight and a quarter, down eleven and three quarters. With July corn at seven ninety five and a quarter, down eight and a quarter. May soybeans at sixteen sixty nine and three quarters, down four and a quarter. With July soybeans at sixteen thirty eight and a quarter, down seven. May wheat at 1039 and a half down four. With July wheat at ten fifty two, down three and a half. July cotton at one forty nine thirty seven, down one forty four. With October cotton at one thirty two zero eight, down thirty seven. July rice at seventeen zero eight and a half. Down eight cents with September ice at 1712, down nine. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle 135, 37 and a half, up 17 and a half, with August live cattle at 137, 22, and a half, up 17 and a half, May feeder cattle at 162, 37 and a half, up 95, August feeder cattle at 175, 42 and a half, up 135, May lane hogs at 99.80, down seven and a half, with June hogs at 103.20, down 177 and a half. That's your EAB New Market Report brought to you by Farmers and Merchants Bank. Member FDIC, field
8: tested and farmer approved.
13: Seeing agriculture at work all around us is like
8: seeing hope. In action. Farmers and Merchants Bank helps farmers and ranchers every day with production loans, equipment, real estate, and more. And we know finding the right lending expert is vital, too. That's why we now have our lenders and their areas of expertise right on our website, mebanking.com. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member
13: FDIC, an equal housing lender, growing with agriculture.
4: Here's farmer and
0: landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. And we were gonna clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse.
14: Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety
15: campaign.
0: Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: back to the Workday Red Zone. Don't forget to set your daily fantasy lineup. <laughs> it's what Kate Calt and I were doing during the break. Yeah. All set here, though. We're ready to go. And, uh, hey, we're ready for your phone calls as well. Nine three zero three seven seven six is the number to call. Uh, asking you, are we going to see an NCAA split in the near future is our com question. Of course, you can also talk Grizzlies, Cardinals, uh, anything else with us that is on your mind. Let's go to the phones and check in with Miss Lisa. How are you? I'm
8: good. How are y'all? Hey, doing good. Thanks for the phone call. Well, I think, my opinion, for whatever that's worth, we'll see a split in about five years. Okay. And uh, it's my understanding, on what I'm reading, that Condoleezza Rice, after Emmert stepped down, put in her two cents about her interest for the job. She's always wanted to be, you know, NFL commissioner. and uh, But looks like Goodell's got that locked up for a while. Yeah. So she did make it known that she is interested in the job, and she is a conservative, and so she'll expect every team to stand on their own two feet and not receive money, you know. Another school having to play a school to give them money to keep them up. She won't be for that, I don't think. So I think she'll probably get the job. Now this is this is my opinion. I'm probably wrong, but I I think we'll see a split. And I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. And, and uh, let me ask you something. Kate, I want your opinion on this, too. A team like Kansas, to me, straddles the fence. Yeah. Fantastic in basketball. But that's all they have to bring to the table. Would they make the cut?
1: I mean, there's also a, the question of, of Duke is in that area as well. Duke? Because while, they, yeah. while Duke is not as garbage at uh at at football as kansas is it's not like there's some shining beacon of success either you also think about your
8: bill and vanderbilt Vanderbilt, yeah great baseball and different things uh they bring up the rear end and the sec for academics the rest of us don't give a uh flying crap what the academics Hmm. are as long as we win well it's a truth. No, Nobody I don't yeah,
1: I know. I know. at least I'll admit it. I, I, I'll be honest with you, Miss Lisa, I don't know. Because at the end of the day, I truly think whatever this split is, is going to actually be, it, it's going to contract and not expand. And what I mean by that is right now there's somewhere in the neighborhood of like 66, 64, somewhere in that neighborhood. That's the number of power programs that are currently uh, out there. I don't think we yeah. see that many in the eventual breakaway. I think you see, here's what I think is going to happen. I think slowly but surely the SEC and the Big Ten are going to poach a couple teams here and a couple teams there until both get to about 24 teams and then you're done.
8: Well, you know, that. hey, I'll have to say that makes as much sense as anything else I've heard. So I guess – so
1: to, so to go back to the original teams that you, you threw out, which were – which were K, the original team was Kansas. I think they will eventually be a team without a home because the reason I, I think the end. SEC and the Big Ten are, are going to be the decision makers is right now they have the most money. They have absurd yeah. amounts of money. And the Big Ten is actually, I think, going through their TV rights renegotiation process. So they're about to get more money. So I think those teams, the SEC and the Big Ten, are going to be able to pick – and choose. I think the next step is the SEC weighing in uh, or going out and possibly getting they'll start they'll start somewhere in the ACC next time around and they'll get Florida State and they'll get Clemson and then the Big 10 is going to go ahead and decide to have a western division where they go out and they get USC and they get Oregon and maybe a couple of other teams and, and instead of it just being like one day we wake up and it splits it's just going to be these te- these leagues slowly get bigger until all of a sudden they're at about twenty-four each, and then they're just done.
8: Well, you know, I I think that's a good point you just you just made. I never thought of it like that. But I think it's a good point, and you know, I don't even know if I like it. But you know what? They're not ringing my phone off the wall asking <laughs> me if I like it. You know, and uh, but whatever will be will be. We'll just if we love it, we'll still go if we can yeah. scrape up the money but let me ask you this and i mean this sincerely what will happen to like asu on something like this
1: here is there's going to be again a lot of schools left out of this conversation and i think what these schools should do the next time around is double down on on amateurism and what i mean by that is you scrap some of the things that have really divided college athletics over the past couple of years um, you, I don't know if you completely scrap the transfer portal and, and things like name image and likeness, cause those are situations where the toothpaste is out of the tube and you can't just go back and, and, and completely, um, get away from them. But you, you double down on amateurism and you double down on in, investing in your athletes. You cap coaching salaries, you cap athletic spending, you, um, rework your schedules, your conference affiliations to where your student-athletes are not spending as much time out of class. You invest in some kind of health care for your student-athletes for the rest of their lives for anything that they get hurt during their playing career. You significantly invest in mental health services for your student-athletes. You just double down on the student-athlete.
8: Well, I like that. I mean, that that's a good answer to me. I mean, that made sense. And when usually people pop off a bunch of crap that doesn't make a bit of sense to me. But I, that makes sense. And uh, it really does. And Kay uh, and knows how the SEC already operates. We act like a bunch of <laughs> outlaws everywhere we go. Yeah. I mean, where else could we be? Kay, last year down at old Miss, Jesse said, is that student section – Saying what I think they're saying <laughs> about Biden, and I said, uh, "Yeah." And Jesse said, "I like this place. I may <laughs> start being an old Miss fan." I said, "Shut
1: up!"
8: <laughs> All right. Well, thank y'all for taking my call. Thanks for the Bye-bye. call,
1: Miss Lisa. We'll see you nine three zero three seven seven six. These are like these are my ideas. The chances that that any of this come to fruition, uh, especially in what would happen with with the schools. That could possibly be left behind i I don't i don't know how realistic that is that's what i think would would should happen because i just get over the years i've gotten so burnt out on the phrase student athlete because that's what they're supposed to be but it's been a decade since the if not longer since the student part was more important than the athlete part and now you're just seeing this complete and total you're seeing all of these breakdowns across college athletics and of course, the ones that we focus on more about if, uh, is for terms of fans or things like the portal and, and stuff like that. But there's also there is a really scary kind of mental health crisis going on or, um, among young people. And I mean that not just student athletes, but but college and high school students, period. And if you have the ability to invest In these student athletes to invest in better services for your student athletes i believe you should and i think that should be something that should be a significant step in whatever kind of realignment is is in the future but there's so many things that programs could do to to better help their student athletes and instead it's just about Getting new facilities and, and getting new equipment and paying coaches more and getting new staff members and things like that and that's why eventually the NCAA got to a breaking point because the student athletes were just like what about us <laughs> we're we're the ones out there that you know like I'm gonna they're thirty year old kids out there having hip replacements because of the, all yeah. of the mileage they put on their body when they were student athletes and they they get nothing from it um, later on in their life so so I don't know uh, some of you might be with me on this some of you might think I'm crazy I, I do not however personally feel like I'm as far-fetched on how the split could occur and again I don't think we're going to wake up sometime two years from now five years from now 10 years from now and just have some big announcement from the NCAA oh we're splitting up I think it's one of those things that's going to happen slowly I, I I really do see um with over the next couple years again the Big Ten is about to redo their TV contract so I see them reaching out to schools like Oregon and USC in having a Western division and trying to to kind of keep up with the number of teams in the SEC. And then once that happens and the Big Ten makes their move, well, then the SEC has to make their next move, right? So what do you do? You go out and you get Florida State. You go out and you, you get Clemson. You go out and get a couple other brands from the ACC, maybe even another brand or two from the Big, uh, from the big 12. And the next thing you know, the SEC is at 20 teams. Well, then what happens? Well, then <laughs> rinse and repeat yeah. with the... With the Big Ten until eventually, again, I I could very easily see a SEC East that is 12 teams in a West uh, or 12 teams in, a, in an East and West division. I could see a Big Ten that is pretty much, of course, the, the northern and, and western part of the country that's going to have 24 teams and you split those in an East and West division.
11: I would love to know the football scheduling format for that. You'd have to go pot scheduling. Oh, I'd gosh. Think. That would be an absolute nightmare.
1: I have not looked that far into the future, and that would also not be my problem. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I don't want to have to think about that. That's, uh, that is something for those conference commissioners to figure out five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road. But, hey, today is all about speculation anyway, so if you already have that game plan in your head for how those conferences would work out their schedule, you call and let us know. We do need to take a break, though. Our phone lines will be open during the break at 930-3776. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
0: Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network.
15: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. For many franchises, the NFL Draft provides hope. Every year, there's a number of teams you can count out from making the playoffs, right? But the draft is the ultimate equalizer. If a team hits on a top pick, that player can turn a franchise around. Look at the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, the Rams, Aaron Donald, the Bengals, Joe Burrow. Those players selected in the first round, they've helped lead their team to the Super Bowl. What makes the draft interesting, though, is no one has any idea which players can develop into a transcendent star. By now, multiple analysts have pumped out their draft day grades. A bad grade will usually send fan bases into a panic. But before everybody starts overreacting, Just remember how often teams and analysts miss on players. Yes, Tom Brady, Jamarcus Russell went first overall and was widely considered an excellent pick. So before you start calling for your GM's job, how about we let this play out just a little bit? I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. What is And now a message from Discover about customer service and common sense. When you have credit card questions, it's nice to have them answered by a real live person. You know, a human being who's actually understanding your issues and works to resolve them. Someone with a knack for helping others and has a pulse. In other words, what you don't need is a robot. And that's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. It's live customer service discover. Exceptionally common sense.
0: Is your current home loan the right fit for you? Rising home values mean that you could have more home equity than you might imagine. And if you're considering a refi, an expertly chosen loan from Loan Depot could save you thousands. Ask about their smart term loans, cash out, and over 300 loan options to find just the right mortgage loan for you. Call now, 866-888-LOAN or go to LoanDepot.com. Loan Depot, where home means everything. Rates are subject to change. Equal housing opportunity lender. NMLS number 172. 444. Four. Mother's
14: Day is almost here so don't waste any time getting her that custom engraved or embroidered gift at Cell Phone Station. Take in your item or select from a wide range of options to be turned into a unique gift for the woman who's given you everything. Cell Phone Station inside the Highland Shopping Center near Fuji Steakhouse.
5: Nothing stops a mother and her day is coming. Posey Peddler is delivering all week for Mother's Day. Check out our website at PoseyPeddler.com and send mom a pretty and peony bouquet. Or how about a beautiful leader of the pack arrangement you can see these and many more specials like candles and jewelry for mother's day at posypeddler.com. show mom how much you appreciate her this mother's day call posy peddler today at 932-2231 happy mother's day from posy peddler
6: when it comes to servicing your vehicle trust the folks at purcell tire and service center purcell provides unbeatable service and that includes free alignment checks on their state-of-the-art hawkeye alignment machine plus every tuesday is lady Day at Purcell, where all ladies get an oil change, tire rotation, and brake inspection for just $37.95. And Purcell continues to be the home of the lowest price around on quality Michelin tires. Call them at 972-TIRE, 972-TIRE, or go see your friends at Purcell Tire and Service Center, Parker and Carraway, Jonesboro.
13: When it comes to COVID-19, there are several things you can do to protect yourself, your friends and loved ones, and your community. Wear a mask, wash your hands often, and continue to social distance when you are near other people. If you test positive or are exposed to COVID-19, you can get free, detailed information on what you need to do in order to prevent spreading COVID-19 to those around you. Just go to healthy.arkansas.gov. This message brought to you by the Arkansas Department of Health.
10: Here's today's STEM tip. Don't throw out that old plastic bottle. Repurpose it by turning it into an awesome terrarium. Just fill it with sand, pebbles, soil, and your favorite plant. It'll grow sealed right in its own ecosystem. Learn more at SheCanSTEM. A message from the Ad Council. Um, hello?
0: Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776.
1: All right, uh, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. A couple minutes left here in this noon hour. 9303 is the number to call. We're asking you today if we're going to see an NCAA split sometime in the future. And if you think we are, you know, what kind of timeline do you feel like this is going to happen in? Five years, ten years? Longer down the road than that? You know, next 15 or so? That's the question. Coming up in hour two, still a lot of different things to get to today, but uh, that also includes a chat with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. That is going to be happening today at 1 30. We are on our last day of portal watch as college athletics fans. I, um, uh, as this is the last time that the last day that, that we're going to see new names enter the portal. Because again the portal deadline was May the first at 11:59, But that is the deadline that student athletes had to notify their compliance officers that they would be entering the portal. Those officers then had two days to be able to um, go ahead and complete that paperwork. So tonight at 11.59 p.m., barring just something goofy that I came in and wrap my head around, that's going to be it. That's it. That's the last that student-athletes can enter the portal. And then after that, the portal news will come from, you know, destination announcements. So, again, light at the end of the tunnel. For those of you that are ready to start learning about your respective team's roster and you haven't really spent a lot of time and energy with it because you're afraid in five minutes that player is going to be gone, uh, well, that time is, is almost, almost at an end. An uh, update, you know, just on some, I guess now former Red Wolves, uh, you know, looking at um, women's uh, portal entries. Trinity Jackson, it appears she has found a home with Oklahoma State. Uh, Talia Old Dan is is found a home as well. Although um, I, I apologize, I can't remember the name of her institution. I think it was a, a D two or lower classification school. Uh, I have not seen any news for Gira Washington. Uh, we mentioned My Love's destination yesterday. Was that Western Carolina? Yes. Okay. So, kind of getting to the tail end of of the news there. In terms of men's news, uh, no destinations to report. In addition to what we've already talked about. And also, uh, no newcomers to report either, although um, Arkansas State has been in on a Juco player by the name of Mac seal And he is expected to announce his destination today at 5 o'clock. Arkansas State, one of three teams in the running there. There's also, I think, a visitor on the Arkansas State campus today, although that's information reported by A-State Nation and is listed on the or there for those of you that subscribe so that's the latest news there, uh, kind of from from Arkansas State. Um, again, light light at the end of the tunnel in terms of the departures. I don't know if we're going to see another one for football or not, uh, but it should just be incoming news from here on out. There is one still national story to watch, and I believe it was yesterday that we talked a little bit about Jordan Addison. Uh, a refresher: Jordan Addison is a receiver from Pitt, and I mean he's. Not just kind of a receiver, he's the reigning bulletnikoff award winner, so he's
10: good, really, really good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he is really, really good at uh at what he does. So the story with him is whether or not he's been tampered with and how much possible tampering could impact his decision now on the on the surface doesn't seem that wild that he would potentially be transferring. I think they've had a changed offensive coordinator. Of course, his quarterback that he's played with during his time at Pitt is now headed to the NFL. They've had some other changes there with that program. So, okay, on the surface, it it would not be wild for a player in that situation in enter the portal, right? The issue, though, is that even before he was even rumored to be in the portal, there were rumors coming out about what he would get if he would transfer to USC. Oh, he would get $3 million. Oh, he would get a house in L.A. I have no idea how much money that would be worth. Probably $3 million. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, So that was the issue. And then over the weekend, um, Pat Renarduzzi, who is a pit coach, allegedly reached out to USC coach Lincoln Riley and was like, yo, dude, WTH is up with this because this is a bull. Yeah. So – It will be interesting to see what happens again. Addison's name still has not appeared at this moment in time in the portal. So if he has not already decided that, then, you know, that ship has sailed. But if this is just a matter of waiting on the paperwork to clear, we'll see his name pop up in the next 11 hours. And then some you-know-what is probably going to hit the fan. And I'm fascinated to see how this will, will play out. Because everybody on the planet who follows college athletics and who has read anything or learned anything or saw anything about the transfer portal knows there is tampering going on. But how in the world do you start fixing it? And what's going to happen? My, my guess is, is that we'll see Addison's name hit the portal later on this afternoon and Lincoln Riley will get a big fat nothing burger because of it. Even if Addison walks onto campus and five minutes later tweets out a picture of him holding up some house keys. <laughs> tweets out a picture holding up a three million dollar check I, I feel like nothing's going to come out of this and it's just no. continue to be a huge mess of the NCAA's making fun times fun 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 times by the way I, th- I feel like yesterday I was confused in my head and tried to tell you guys that Addison played played defense. He, he does not. I think I had the Bolitnikoff and the Bednarik awards confused in my head. I totally did. Anyways, my bad. <laughs> Addison is definitely a receiver. And he is probably definitely headed to USC. We'll continue to monitor that. A lot to get to in the second hour of the program. Cardinals, more NBA, Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, all that's ahead. Keep it here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
7: This is Willows wall with your Tuesday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update Branch about Planet's entire service. Cardinals closed out the homestand yesterday with a 1 to nothing win over Kansas City and Bush Stadium. Paul Goldschmidt's home run went out in the bottom of the first, the only scoring. Stephen Mance went six innings on the mound, giving up just four hits, no runs, no walks, and four strikeouts. Giovanni Gallegos has got save number five on the season. Now it's a road trip for the Cardinals as they go to Kansas City for the first of two this evening at 7 10. Pregame six fifteen on 95 9. Wolf Dakota Hudson will face the Royals. Brad Keller in tonight's pitching matchup in college baseball. Arkansas wraps up the midweek schedule this evening at Baumwalker Stadium in Fayetteville, taking on Missouri State. The Razorbacks 10-0 in the midweek this year, and have won 18 straight, naming back the last season first pitch at 6.30. The Memphis Grizzlies and Golden State Warriors play game two of the Western semifinals in the NBA tonight. Pre-game coverage at 8 o'clock, tip at 8.30 here on the Ticket Radio Network. Four tires in one hour, that's guaranteed to play the tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network.
16: Celebrate Cinco de Mayo at the biggest Cinco de Mayo celebration in Northeast Arkansas, Thursday, May 5th, at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center in Jonesboro.
9: Be there for authentic Hispanic and Cuban cuisine served buffet style.
16: Indulge yourself with a wide variety of customized adult beverage creations.
9: Get lost in the night with live music from Mariachi Azteca.
16: Dance the night away with live DJs, plus photo booth fun and more, all hosted by us.
9: It's time to gather again, and there's no better time than now. Bring your friends to the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention. Center and celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Tickets are only forty
16: dollars, and that gets you a buffet full of authentic Hispanic and Cuban cuisine, beverages, live music, dancing,
9: and a night out to de-stress and unwind. And a portion of the proceeds will go toward a scholarship fund prepared by El Centro Hispano.
16: VIP packages are available for tables of eight with even more exclusive benefits.
9: Celebrate Cinco de Mayo Thursday, May fifth at the Embassy Suites Red Wolf Convention Center.
16: Tickets are on sale now at the Embassy Suites Lobby Bar at El Centro Hispano and on Facebook when you search Embassy Suites Jonesboro.
6: Let NEA Golf Cars keep you from becoming your golf group's Can I Ride With You guy. You know, the guy standing by the first tee always needing someone to jump on with. NEA Golf Cars offers new carts at all the top brands, including Onward by Club Car and a large selection of used carts, plus all the parts and accessories to make sure your cart looks and runs its best this golf season. Go to NEAGolfCars.com or call 236-GOLF for more information. It's goodbye, can I ride with you guy, and hello, sweet ride. Thanks to NEA Golf Cars, Highway 49 in Perigold.
5: convenient, reliable. You can count on it all at Central Buick GMC. Call today to schedule your service appointment. Central Buick GMC Service Department is open Monday through Saturday. Whether you need an oil change, tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Buick GMC. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember GMC. Professional, convenient, reliable. Schedule your service needs today on Parker Road in Jonesboro and online at Central Buick GMC.
0: Hi, this is Bob Moore with Moore Air Conditioning.
3: AC issues in the summer interrupt your life in more ways than one. We're here to help. When you need your air conditioning repaired, you need it fast. Get more Assurance with the Moore Same Day Guarantee. We'll send a licensed, trained, and background check technician to your home the same day you call or you don't pay a service fee. That's the Moore Assurance Guarantee. Creating comfort one home at a time. 870
0: 336 2023.
10: You deserve more
0: doses.
4: Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach. And why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally.
0: This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over, and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Back. Worth day, Red zone
10: camera Ritchie and Cade
1: Carlton hanging out with you here for a, another hour. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Coming up in about 30 minutes, we'll chat with a voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. So, looking forward to that. We'll catch up on all things Red Wolves, including, of course, the Arkansas State baseball. And we'll talk some other baseball with you in a moment as we'll get caught up on the St. Louis Cardinals but asking you today for a KavanaughCars.com question are we going to see some kind of an NCAA split in the near future and if you think we are you know give us some kind of a timeline five years 10 years 15 years 20 or more years is not really near future so we're let's kind of keep this in the next 15 years or so Parameters we're setting on it. We don't necessarily have any strict criteria on what that split could look like. Whether it would be a complete NCAA split, whether it would be a football split. You know, that's kind of for you to decide as you answer this question. Uh, the most popular answer today on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie. forty-two percent of you say yes, and that it will happen in the next five years. Again, my answer is is just a little bit different. I, I do think that this is inevitable. As the money in college athletics just continues to be nuts. And the way that money is spent continues to be nuts. And who is getting that money uh, is just kind of wild. But um, I don't know if we're necessarily going to see this in the next five years. I would put the over under on six and a half. That would probably be. So give me, give me like the. Start date of the new NCAA reality, like July 1st of 2029. We're going to get some announcement next week, and I'm going to be wildly wrong on this, but wouldn't be the first time. Our question is brought to you by our friends at KavanaughCars.com, a one-stop shop for all of your car buying needs. Whether uh, you want to sort through inventory, uh, whether you want to find out what your trade is appraised at, you can look through specials. Uh, you can go ahead and also you know, pick out your vehicle and calculate your payment. You can get pre-approved. There's just so many different ways that they can take care of you throughout the car buying process before you even set foot on a lot. So go ahead and get that process started by heading to KavanaughCars.com. Uh, elsewhere, looking around, uh, the Cardinals yesterday able to somehow make a 1-0 first inning lead uh, hold up throughout an entire game, which was surprising because, well, we just don't see a ton of 1-0 games anymore in, in Major League Baseball. But it's uh, I guess it's not crazy if it works. Um, it could have been 2-0. However, there was an absolutely phenomenal defensive play by Michael A. Taylor uh, to rob Andrew Kisner of a home run. In fact, if, if you still haven't watched it yet, I think, even though we're only about a month into the season, that it's definitely the catch-of-the-year candidate At this point in time, I know I certainly haven't seen one better yet this year. Uh, So I would go find that if you're a baseball fan of any team because it was a good, good play. But uh, Cardinals didn't, at the end of the day, necessarily need that run because uh, the pitching was pretty darn good yesterday in St. Louis. It obviously has to be if you're going to be able to walk away with a 1-0 win. Uh, what was interesting? the The Royals did have a very slight advantage in the box score in terms of uh, in terms of hits. You know, they out hit the Cardinals five to four. But again, one of those hits by the Cardinals went a lot further than any other hit on today, and that's how they were able to escape with that victory. Again, you tip your cap to the pitching staff. Um, Steven Mads is still. He, I, I, I guess I, I don't really have a big complaint here. He was brought in for depth. He was brought in for depth in the pitching staff, and he's he's fine in that role. He did not have a good start his last time out against the Mets. He did not have a good start his very first game of the season against the Pirates. But the Cardinals are actually 4-1 this year in his starts. And yesterday he turned in a quality start. And I am not going to sit here and complain about a guy who goes six innings and only gives up four hits and does not walk a batter. That's that's good stuff uh, from whoever you got on the mound. Uh, the relievers pitched well as well in and, and Whitley and Wittgren and, and Gallegos. And in fact, uh, the big thing here from this game yesterday for the Cardinals is they did not walk a single batter. And you will take that from any pitching staff at any level at any game throughout the course of the year. Eight strikeouts and, and no walk. So, again, just a really good performance from the pitching. And honestly, you know, the pitching has been fairly good uh, this year for the Cardinals overall. When you look at it, where the Cardinals rank in... In ERA, when you look at where the Cardinals rank in, in runs allowed, total runs allowed, I mean, obviously those are those are some pretty good numbers. In fact, I think the Cardinals rank seventh right now um, across all of baseball in earned runs allowed. And they also um, somehow, in, in a good note for tonight, are even slightly better on the road than they are at home in terms of, of ERA and where they rank on that. So... That is certainly what has carried this team so far this year. I, I continue to just be concerned ab- about the offense. You know, you've got one or zero game or one or zero runs scored in two of your last three games. You've already been shut out uh, a couple times, a couple three times this year. So that's a little bit of a concern. But I, I have to I have to keep telling myself that offense is not good right now across baseball. So if you're like me and you're just like, man, this team just isn't hitting well. Just a heads up. I mean, I'm not trying to gaslight you and, and tell you that the Cardinals are a good offense because they're not, but they're a mediocre offense. And right now, mediocre is good enough to to win games. Um, the batting average is not good. The on-base percentage is not good, but... Those rank 16th and 17th respectively in, in baseball. All of baseball offense is down due to the fact that we saw these teams have a short spring training and that that and that the preparation was just completely different for these players than it's been in recent years. So, you know, if whoever your team is right now, Cardinals, Cubs, neither one of those, pretty much anybody except the Diamondbacks, if you're worried about your offense, it's. It's okay. It's probably going to get better. I don't have any currency words for fans of a team whose offense is batting like 185. I, <laughs> I got nothing. But that's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got nothing for you. You're gonna struggle. You're gonna struggle this year. But again, just the, the numbers are are down again offensively, and I would not ex- I would not expect teams to kind of look normal until mid June which, you know, normally we start to see. It seems like players start to get into the swing of things kind of now. Um, around this time, you've got a month behind you. Everybody feels more settled in. But uh, still need uh, still need some improvement for the Cardinals and, and across baseball. We'll look at uh, tonight's game and the rest of this Royal Series here in just a moment. But uh, MLB uh, on ESPN.com, their senior writer, David Schoenfeld, has giving out grades for every team in in baseball. And they gave the Cardinals a C. And I'm trying to figure out, I I feel like I should argue about it because sometimes you just want to do that. You see a national media publication that's kind of critical of your team. You're just like, no, it's not. But I don't have any strong argument here. This Cardinals team was not exactly built to be a dynamo. This Cardinals team was built to just get into the playoffs but not honestly have a legitimate chance to have a deep run there. Uh, this organization did not go out and get any type of high-profile talent to address its pitching deficiencies. So while I am pleasantly pleased with the pitching, the offense is a concern that I think C is... Fair for what this team's expectations were coming into the season. Uh, looking elsewhere around the central, let's see here. Pirates get a C minus. Cubs get a D. Fair, or yeah. too low.
11: Yeah, that's uh, that, that's about fair. I think they will be I think there'll be five like ten games below five hundred, probably around there.
1: Brewers get a B plus. Gross. We'll just skip right over that one. I don't want to read it. Um, I'm trying to figure out, is there a grade lower than an F that they could give the Reds? And I guess technically, yes. That's uh, the write-up here on their grade says, uh, they gave them an F minus minus and said, quote, yes, that's an F minus minus. We also debated a Z. (laughs) That's...
11: uh, yeah, I mean, when you've lost, what, like 10 straight games, is that what they've lost? Yeah, that's tough.
1: They are they are fascinatingly bad. Yeah. Again, just, it, it is hard, hard to wrap your head around it. I don't know, you know, at what point in time you start, and I'm sure Reds fans and beat writers and whatever else already have, but uh, for the rest of just, you know, fans from around the division or for anywhere else around baseball, I'm, I'm, when do we all start looking at historically bad seasons? And do you root for a team to have a historically bad season just so you selfishly as a fan of baseball overall can say you watched history or no?
11: Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I don't really like the Reds regardless. So I mean, yeah, I it's, fair, it's yeah. A, you know, whatever.
1: They were kind of some jerk faces last year. Yeah. They are. I mean, they don't
11: have the same, like, Amir Garrett's not on there, so it's hard to hate him as much. And Like Brandon Phillips hasn't been on yeah. there a while, so it's kind of hard to hate him as much, but still.
1: Losers of six in a row, three and 19, that equates to a 136 win percentage, and they are minus 65 in terms of run differential. Not good. That's just bad. That is bad, bad. I mean, baseball is such a fascinating sport in in some ways because it always feels like, for the most part, there's a little bit more parity in baseball than in other sports like it's not out of the realm of possibility to see an nfl team win zero percent or like 10 percent of their games we see some really low win percentages in the nfl sometimes you see it in the nba as well but even like terrible no good very bad baseball teams usually win about 30 percent of their games you know usually some way somehow even an awful baseball team can win a game in each series. You just have a day where your starter pitches lights out or their starter has a hiccup or whatever and somehow you make it happen. So 136 win percentage is mind-boggling, but mind-bogglingly bad. I'm going to look and see where that is historically. Uh, see what the Reds are on pace for in terms of, uh, in terms of total wins. Uh, actually, I can tell you it looks like they're on pace for probably about and again on pace numbers are garbage however they're on pace for about a 23 win season
11: That would have to be like the MLB worst oh, right it have that to have be. to be like there's no way
1: it would have to be we'll we'll, find, we'll go through and find some of the worst teams of of all time
11: uh, uh 1899 Cleveland Spiders went 20 and 134
1: Okay, so they might – ooh, that's going to be a challenge to hit the under there. Because at some point in time, there will be a Reds player or two that gets hot, that's able to – Yeah,
11: but outside of that, the lowest win total in MLB history is 36. So they could easily get second place on that list.
1: There you go. That's a good number to strive for. Yeah. That's bad. That's bad. Uh, Circling back around to the Cardinals here. Again, Seven ten is first pitch start – first pitch – time tonight uh tomorrow again a heads up already they've already adjusted that schedule due to rain expected in the kansas city area so that is now slated for twelve ten. but uh should be a decent one tonight dakota hudson going to be pitching for the birds he's been very good so far the only issue with hudson at this point in time just a little bit high on on the walk rate but other than that he's doing very very well he's going to be squaring off against brad keller who's had a fantastic Start to his season. Microscopic ERA, microscopic whip struck out 17 batters and only walked five. So, in theory and on paper, which are two irrelevant terms in the actual way that games unfold, uh, we should be in for a good one tonight, is what I'm trying to say. Let's go to the phones and check in with JD. How are you?
2: Hi, hey, I'm great. Uh, in 62, when the National League expanded with the Mets and the Houston Colt 45s, the Mets lost 120 games that year. That's probably not the record, but it's got to be close. <laughs> they were really bad, uh, but they lost 120. And uh, if you don't want to argue with that article, uh, I- I'll argue with it for you. Okay. Uh, they they gave the Brewers a B plus. And we're, and we're a game and a half behind them, and, uh, uh, and and we lose a game with two outs in the bottom of the ninth because Nolan Arenado makes an error, which is rare as hen's teeth. I mean, come on. I mean, there's at most a half a game difference, and we're a C and they're a B-plus. Well, you're an idiot. It's what you are. uh and uh, that makes no sense at all if you just look at their records. Uh, and, and, and as you know, we, and there was another game or two we kind of let get away from. us. But, but anyway, uh, I, I don't see that much difference in the Brewers. I see their starting pitching as being really good. Mm-hmm. But after that, I, I don't see any a difference between a, a C and almost an A. I just don't see that uh, the Cardinals, they're so – you're right. The Cardinals are cheap. They're, they set out to be somewhere around that 500 mark, knowing knowing that if they get on one little run, they're going to make the playoffs, which keeps the fans coming. Yeah. If, if you know, I get so sick of uh, hearing, well, you know, our outfield's not quite batting 200, and we've got uh, – uh, Nolan Gorman hitting 350 and home runs right and left, and, and I, I'm not saying he's ready, but it, it's time to give him a try. You can always send him back down if it don't work out. But that uh, we don't want to start his clock just makes me want to blow up. You don't you don't hear the teams that are trying to win World Series worry about starting the guy's clock. You know that's why you get guys like. Uh, Randy O'Rose Arena being stars in the other league and getting traded when they're 24 years old, you know? Because we're worried about starting somebody's clock, but uh, my, I, yeah, I was I, 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 in, in uh, I, I don't know, I'm, there's so much of that media that's just big-time Brewers fans for whatever reasons. Oh, hey, and the game yesterday was a great game. I had to listen to the first few innings on the tractor, but it rains, and I saw the last few innings, and I was excited about the pitching. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I'm not sure that the Kansas City, City Royals are exactly murderer's role with the yeah. Either, you know Yeah, that's uh, fair. But uh, but the pitching's been good. It's really been good. And and I think even though Guy goes got him out yesterday, I mean, I'd love to see Hensley moved into that ninth-inning spot, man, he really, really, really has looked good. And, hey, if we go to a 15-second shot clock next year, I don't know if Guy goes can do that or not. I was standing in yesterday, and he's at about 25 seconds on most pitches. He just absolutely wears you out. Yeah. Uh, What's going off the mound and rubbing the ball and taking his hat off, he, he just kills you. But, uh but, he, but he, I mean, uh, he's a good pitcher, but I think Hensley has earned a shot at closing with his 102-mile-an-hour fastball and throwing strikes.
1: We'll see what continues to okay. happen. It, it's almost rare at this point for some team to have a... Some team to have uh, the same closer <laughs> From beginning to end Due to either injury or due to either Meltdowns or anything like that It certainly seems like is there, if there is Any kind of issue with Gallegos Then, then Hensley would be next man up
2: And, and, and Marmol said Going into the season That it was going to be somewhat Of a bullpen by a committee And we hadn't seen that till day before yesterday mm-hmm. When he let Hensley pitch the night Actually, he I don't know if there was a little – the next time the balls hit to the first baseman, you better get your butt to first base or what. But he won a full week, and Guy goes didn't pitch in the game after that little fiasco with the Mets. And uh, and that might have been – and if he did, I don't have a problem with that. I don't, And I, I don't know that that's what happened. But it is kind of funny after that he didn't pitch for a week. Yeah. All right, guys. Beautiful day out here. Y'all
1: have a good one. You too. We'll see you, J.D. Time to take a quick breather. We'll come back and check in on some additional pro headlines as we look around baseball, the NBA, and who knows what else. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone.
0: Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on the Ticket Radio
4: Network. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203 0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. in 20 minutes. Cell Phone Station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell Phone Station, home of the 20-minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell Phone Station. Go by for details. Do you have significant manufacturing experience? In addition to offering weekend shifts with 40 hours paid for 36 hours work and seasonal shift incentives with bigger bonuses and increased starting pay, Linux Industries in Stuttgart is now hiring individuals with significant manufacturing experience at above their current entry-level rate. Experienced individuals can start at $16.15 an hour for the first shift and $16.90 for a second shift at Linux. Linux also offers excellent benefits, including full medical and a free on-site clinic for employees and their families and work inside an air-conditioned factory. Bigger bonuses and increased starting pay for seasonal shifts. Weekend shifts that pay 40 hours for 36 hours worked. And now, starting pay above current entry-level rates for individuals with significant manufacturing experience. Come join the Linux team, the leading HVAC company in America. Call 870-672-8161 or apply online at linuxinternational.com careers. Linux Industries is an equal opportunity employer. What are you looking for in a dentist?
5: Experience? A friendly, caring staff? The latest in procedures and technology? You can have all of those things at Brooklyn Dental. Dr. Tony and Dr. Adams have been taking care of patients across the area for years and have brought that care to the all-new Brooklyn Dental. They're Accepting new patients right now and work with all types of insurance so why wait call Brooklyn Dental now at 393-5330 to schedule an appointment that's 393-5330 Brooklyn Dental open now on highway 49 north in Brooklyn
9: What does better mean to you maybe it's better services better support better ways to build a life or buy a home or run a business first security is your partner for it all with resources and solutions that make a difference for you and others that's because first security takes care of customers while building communities better for you better for arkansas better for all first security bank better member fbic equal housing lender
3: hey there this is brad bobo personally inviting you to join me for the drive it's a place where we talk about the sports news that matters to you and to the people making it a state in the sunbelt arkansas and the sec plus the Cardinals, Grizzlies, and especially our local high school coaches and athletes. We've got you covered on The Drive. It truly is a show about local sports, plus you never know when a song is going to break out. So join Will I Ain't and me for The Drive weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 right here on the Ticket Radio Network.
13: Hi, I'm Dr. Nia Herd-Garris with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics toddlers can be very curious about water. That's why drowning is the number one cause of injury-related deaths for children ages 1 to 4. But drowning is preventable. Plan layers of protection, a fence that surrounds the pool, and swimming lessons when your child is ready. When your child is near water, an adult should always be within an arm's reach to supervise. For more, talk to your pediatrician and visit HealthyChildren.org.
0: On paper? It's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Short segment here as we get ready for a conversation with Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz. He's going to join us in studio next. So that is always... Exciting, but for uh, just a minute here, 9303776 is the number to call on the Ritter Communications hotline. Uh, quick congratulations to Luke Aglick and Christopher rom They were both selected second-team All-Sunbelt. A-State has now had a league-high 18 All-Sunbelt selection since Mike Hagan first took over the reins of the program in the 2015-2016 season. So you can read more about uh, the seasons that those young men had at astateredwolves.com. And of course, uh, overall, looking at uh, golf overall at Arkansas State, the season not completely over is Olivia Schmidt, still set to um, be an individual competitor in the NCAA championship. Uh, she will get that started next Monday in being competition May 9th through the 11th in Tallahassee stuff coming up there. Uh, elsewhere. Looking around. Uh, there was some interesting news. <laughs> in the NFL yesterday. Probably not funny. If you're DeAndre Hopkins. As he has been suspended. For PEDs. Um, I won't weigh in on. Necessarily. Too much of that. But I will just throw out this quick PSA. About social media there is a very very large amount of things on social media that are just goofy nonsense and they're meant to be jokes okay so the next time that you see a report that a player tested positive for three separate types of anabolic steroids and a low-grade beaver tranquilizer please note that that is a dodgeball quote (laughs) and not actually what. DeAndre Hopkins was going through. I saw a lot of people take that yesterday as the gospel truth. I don't even know if beaver tranquilizers can help you from a s- steroid impact. I would not suggest you try it.
11: I'm going to be honest. That was the only thing I saw in my timeline. So I was like, okay, whatever. Cool. <laughs> like, I, th- that was that was the main report I saw on Twitter yesterday. I was like, okay, whatever.
1: You know what, though? I, I say that jokingly, but I can almost... I'm not going to judge anybody who thought it was serious because we have heard of some really goofy things that people will put in their bodies to get an edge. Yeah. I, so it's it. if that story had been true, it would not have been the wildest steroid report ever out there. No. Not even close to it. But, uh, but to the best of my knowledge, low-grade beaver tranquilizers are not actually PEDs. So just wanted to put that out there. Also, just go watch Dodgeball if you haven't in a while. And it's a classic, obviously. Uh, Let's hit pause here when we come back. Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, will be with us in studio uh, right here on the Workday Red Zone.
0: When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it.
2: All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie
12: on the Workday Red Zone. It's Mother's Day week, and nothing shows your appreciation for mom quite like a gift from Bennett's Flowers. Fresh flowers, blooming plants, and container gardens, a gift that will last and perfect to put at mom's front door. If you're in a hurry, you can find fresh Bennett's Flowers at the Truck Patch on Southwest Drive and Gigi's Cupcakes on Red Wolf Boulevard. And for custom-order, and delivery. Call 203- 9824. Come by Bennett's Home Studio, 1350 Medallion Drive in Jonesboro. Visit Bennett's Flowers on Facebook and Bennett'sFlowers.com. Bennett's Flowers, your friendly neighborhood florist.
16: We're all looking for ways to enjoy the spring weather, but before you head outdoors, head to Mr. T's at Riverside. You know Mr. T's has the coldest beer at the best prices, with hundreds of selections from around the world available. Whether it's across the Kahlua-colored waters of the St. Francis River at Cardwell, or in the Curve at Red Onion, it's always worth the drive to Mr. T's. And as always, Mr. T's is open 365 days a year, even on Sunday. Mr. T's reminds you to drink responsibly.
2: Mr. T's at Riverside.
16: Hytral's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world.
9: You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytral.
11: It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it think about it. The idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our
12: day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at High Tribble. So there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com.
14: Swigman Storehouse 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro is your only stop for all of your office products. Swigman Storehouse offers top brand items and custom services designed with your business in mind. Keep your business running smoothly with delivery from the Swigman Storehouse dock to your door in as little as 24 hours. And Swigman Storehouse is now bringing you top-of-the-line office furniture from chairs to executive desks and everything in between. Swigman Storehouse is the place you need to help your business succeed 3102 Fox Road in Jonesboro everything for your facility done right the first time and every time
1: adopt us kids presents what to expect when you're expecting
14: a teenager learning the lingo
4: today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang now when a teen says something is on fleek it's exactly like saying that's rad it simply means that something is awesome or cool another one is totes it's exactly like saying
1: A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council.
13: Standing at the edge of a rocky shore, you breathe in the cool, salty air, watching the sun disappear on the horizon. Across the globe, someone begins their day along a sandy beach, listening to the rhythm of the crashing waves. You each envision a world beneath the water. Vibrant life in every imaginable form. Now, imagine it's all gone. What was once a place of wonder and beauty is now a dull, lifeless wasteland. Food, jobs, medicine, all gifts from the ocean, all gone. Time is running out to protect our oceans. And without our love, everything the oceans provide can and will disappear. It's our choice, love it or lose it. Help protect our oceans. Visit World Wildlife Fund at WWF.org slash love.
0: Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie.
1: Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Tara Ritchie and Kate Carlton still with you, holding down the fort, here on the Ticket Radio Network. Joined now in studio, though, by voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, who's kind enough to join us every Tuesday at this point. You doing okay?
12: I'm great. How are you?
1: Okay, doing good. Doing good. Uh,
12: what are you doing over there? Are you playing keno?
1: No, this is the Sunbelt standing matrix. Oh, okay. Matrix.
12: I see all the, the green and red and this big grid. It looked like a keno board to me, but...
1: No, this, okay. this is the handy-dandy standings <laughs> that uh, I thought I would pull up to get ready to talk about some All right. Arkansas State baseball. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, I, I kind of described this series, unfortunately, yesterday as a, kind of a series of, of missed opportunity. It was a series that Arkansas State easily could have won. It was a series that Arkansas State kind of it, it could have also swept, but unfortunately just didn't go that way for the Red Wolves.
12: Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some really encouraging things right now. And you know, the most encouraging thing is the pitching staff. Our pitching staff is good right now. And it's uh, it's a big change from what we saw a year ago. And even in the early parts of this season, when they were trying to you know, figure out the rotation and roles, and, and guys have kind of solidified those roles. But I'll tell you right now that uh, – you know, this pitching staff is, uh, you know, as good as anybody in the league. And it's just getting those timely hits, getting, uh, well, uh, avoiding, you know, those defensive lapses, you know, even though there weren't just a ton of errors this weekend, there, there were times where the defense did uh, kind of hurt this team. Um, but at, at the same time, you uh, you know, this is a much better team than what we saw several weeks ago, and I know it's it's easy to kind of look at that 0 and 12 start, mm-hmm. and it's something that obviously uh, you know they'd like to have a lot of those games back. A lot were close. A lot of those losses were close losses, but you see those four teams we played, they're the top four <laughs> yeah. teams. In the conference, and in fact, they're kind of pulling away from from everybody else. Now, Troy is, is right there, uh, kind of in that five spot, and, and they're still playing well, but the Red Wolves just beat them two out of three the week before last. So, yeah, I think this is a, a team that continues to get better, in particular on the mound, but uh, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. That was a series that the Red Wolves easily could have won this weekend.
1: They did uh, go to UTA and, and get one, and it was kind of based on a, a late-inning explosion. How did Arkansas State manage to come away with that one on Saturday? It was
12: a lot of fun to watch. You know, they uh, they end up going to extra innings on Saturday, and that was actually the third consecutive game they had gone to extras. And I had Caleb Garner look uh, from Sports Information, and he found that that was the first time in school history we'd played three consecutive extra-inning games. and. Anyway, so we, we go to extras, um, and in the top of the 10th, you know, Daedric Kale gets a leadoff single, and then Ben Klutz uh, hits a 437-foot home run to left center field, and, um, you know, everybody just seemed to follow after that. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Hager, I think the next pitch, he hits it off the batter's eye in dead center, and then, you know, four more runs scored, and he end up winning 9-2, to two, and, you know, I, I think – it, uh, it, it was really cool over the weekend too. I mentioned the distance of the home run. Mm-hmm. It, you know made it fun to call over the weekend because they had the trackman system in place. And you see this at a lot of the uh, major league parks now they, they all have them and you get to uh, see the spin rate and the exit velocity and and all those cool numbers uh, that, that you like to look at anymore, all the, the analytics. Sure. But, you know, Ben Klutz hit those two home runs the other day. He had also hit the game tying home run in the seventh, and together, you know, they were four twelve and four thirty seven. So he had eight hundred forty nine feet of home runs in that game on Saturday. But uh, anyway, yeah, it, it was fun to see the offense kind of break out. Uh, and, and again, the the two games you do lose, you lose four to three and 11 on friday and then you lose another one run game on sunday and you know you you just you you look back at some missed opportunities in particular offensively uh where where you could have got some more runs
1: arkansas state is now back on the road this weekend headed to south alabama but they're they've been kind of a, a middle of the pack sunbelt team so far this season what's what's their story
12: well, you know, they won the league last year, and they've been at the top of the league uh, for the last several years, really. I mean, I don't think anybody's had a, la- a better three- or four-year span than South Alabama has had. But you're right, they're kind of middle of the pack right now. Uh, they did play at Texas State over the weekend, who's proven they're the, yeah. the top team in the conference right now. And, you know, they, they lost the first two, but then run-ruled Texas State – on Sunday, they scored 21 runs uh, in that finale uh, in San Marcos. So, you know, they're a team that, that's got some offensive firepower, but I'm anxious to see what our pitching staff is able to do against them. And if, you know, we're able to, to, to get some offense, I mean, uh, it, it seems like it's contagious once it does start, uh, start to kind of roll a little bit, and we saw that on Saturday. But uh, we need some more production uh, from that lineup coming up uh, this weekend if we're going to beat still a very, very talented South mm-hmm. Alabama team.
1: Talented, yes, but you kind of have to look at the back end of the schedule and think there there are opportunities there yeah. after after the way it started, which as you know, you've already alluded to, the top of the Sun Belt is really good. Three of the first teams, three of the first four teams that A-State played in conference play are all in various – 64 team projections when you look out there. So kind of lining up favorably here for Arkansas State to possibly surge surge at the finish.
12: Oh, without a doubt. And you look at this weekend, yeah, South Alabama's middle of the pack. Georgia State started red hot. They were 10 and 2 out of the gate, but they've really struggled. Since then, and uh, I, I can't remember if they won Sunday or not. You're looking at the schedule; they lost nine in a row, so they've lost nine conference games in a row, and they're coming to Jonesboro next week. So, uh, hopefully, you're catching them at the right time, and then you're playing a, a ULM team to wrap up the regular season that that is very beatable as well. So, you know, hopefully, you're able to make the conference tournament, and then you know move up a little bit improve your seating but you know at this point getting into the top 10 is the goal because that will get you that trip to montgomery here in a few weeks Mm -hmm. and who would have thought it after an 0-12 start that we're sitting here talking about well you know we can we can be better than the 10 and possibly move up more than that but i think that's a a very real possibility
1: it's it did not look good for a little bit. No, it, but didn't. it
10: looks but, a lot
12: better hey, now. Credit this team. <laughs> I mean, they they have continued to, to work hard. They they fought, and uh, you know, it, the the it started with the pitching, and you got to tip your cap to the job uh, to the pitching staff as a whole. But Alan Dunn has done a phenomenal job. Uh, working with those pitchers, and I know that was one of the big acquisitions in yeah. uh, the offseason that kind of turned a few heads. I mean, we, we get the guy who's been uh, a national pitching coach of the year at LSU, spent uh, the last 10 years there, and spent, you know, 20 years in professional baseball before that. But, well, he's a fun guy to be around. I, I love talking to him before every game, and, uh, you know, the players love him too. And, you know, we had Carter Holt on the the podcast uh, last week and he just raved about him and uh, the the job that he's done with him and the rest of the pitchers so yeah it's been it's been really encouraging to see that group continue to to develop and because of the job they're doing a state has a chance to to do some things down the stretch
1: speaking of podcast this week's yeah. guest was was eddie smith how was that conversation
12: i really really like eddie smith he uh he's an interesting story uh, he he originally went to Alabama mm-hmm. and you know he spent three years there and then uh, went to Illinois for a season and uh, you know wasn't happy there so he transfers here and he already already had a relationship uh, with Andy Kwan who was at Alabama okay yeah uh, on that staff he had a relationship with Coach Jones and uh, there's some funny stories there uh, as far as uh, you know just how they met at Alabama and uh, the the relationship that they have now, but uh, yeah, you can tell he's uh, already turned into one of the leaders on the team, and uh, his his work ethic is uh, one that's that's been talked about, and uh, I, I think just one of many reasons why yeah. you can get excited about this A State defense this year. But a fun chat. Hope everybody uh, checks it out. Uh, that episode's available today. So. Okay
1: wherever you get your podcast that's right do you listen to any other sports podcasts
12: you know because of my travel I I do I do listen to more podcasts now and because we do our own podcast so I I like to check out others from time to time Um, you know Joe Buck does a podcast with with Oliver Hudson, okay. and the the Daddy Issues podcast, which is worth uh, worth checking out. And then uh, there's uh, uh, there's a few others that I've uh, I've listened to from time to time. But uh, you know, podcasting is is something that is becoming more and more popular. And I think we're probably going to kind of dive yeah. a little bit deeper into that as well Should through our cool. outlets. Which
1: is a good thing, I It think. is a good thing. Yeah. Well, again, uh, that uh, Second and None podcast. Available, available now. Yeah, available now and dropped this morning. And uh, other than that, you can hear Voice of the Red Wolves, Matt Stoltz, right here Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 6.30, 6.30, 1 o'clock.
12: Yeah, they got that 6.30 Saturday start time. They start late.
1: I, I hope it's not a full weekend of extra innings. We don't want you to have to stay out past your bedtime. <laughs> That's right. But um,
12: I'll get some I'll eat some seafood while I'm there. I, I gotta make my, my trip to Winsels.
1: Yeah, nobody's gonna feel sad for you going you, to mobile. You
12: walk into Winsels in mobile and Mobile and you're wearing an A State shirt and there's a good chance somebody's gonna come up and say, Hey, good to see you guys again. They remember us well down there.
1: Yeah. Johnny Allison had a fifteen thousand dollar bar tab. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> <You know>? well, <laughs>
12: Montgomery too. I mean, we we did that's the same true. thing in Montgomery, but that's
1: true. I would I would hope that uh, that all A State fans get VIP treatment at any right. Winsels around the country. It's it's deserved. But uh, thanks for hanging out with us. We'll hear from you on the call in a couple days. Absolutely, thanks. All right. We've got uh, one more break to take, one more segment after that. Keep it right here, and we'll come back and wrap things up on the Workday Red Zone.
0: The only sports host around that has a dog
8: named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well.
1: Kara Ritchie
0: on the Workday Red Zone. Mother's Day is almost
14: here, so don't waste any time getting her that custom engraved or embroidered gift at Cell Phone Station. Take in your item or select from a wide range of options to be turned into a unique gift for the woman who's given you everything. Cell Phone Station, inside the Highland Shopping Center near Fuji Steakhouse.
5: Central Toyota has your vehicle and your back. And call Central Toyota today to schedule your service appointment. Don't put off tomorrow what can be done today. Central Toyota's Service Department is even open on Saturdays Whether you need an oil change, a tire rotation, wheel alignment, brake service, battery inspection, or engine repair, you can count on the service team at Central Toyota. Next time your vehicle needs maintenance, remember Central Toyota. Schedule your service needs today on Stadium in Jonesboro and online at centraltoyota.com.
7: At Gazaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould and Hilltop in Jonesboro, we have you covered whenever the project. Gazaway Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks in your neighborhood and helping you is the most important thing we do every day. It's time to get to work for you. Do-it-yourselfers. Get your outdoor battery-powered power tools now from brands like Steel, Ego, DeWalt, Milwaukee, and Craftsman. Gazaway Ace on Hilltop in Jonesboro and Gasaway Ace on Kings Highway in Paragould.
6: Gazaway Ace is the place you want to go.
7: Go, Go, Gazaway.
5: It's your mother. Get her something special from Posey Peddler for Mother's Day. You can shop online, let Posey Peddler create a beautiful floral arrangement for you, or you can grab and go inside. Posey Peddler has many add-on items too, like candles, candy, jewelry, and more. Spoil your mom with floral delights this Mother's Day with Posey Peddler. Posey Peddler on Southwest Drive and PosyPeddler.com.
3: At Play It Again Sports in Jonesboro, they know it's finally time to get outside. And they've got you covered no matter the sport. Get by Play It Again for new and used equipment and apparel for both youth and adults in baseball and softball. They also have what you need for soccer, golf, disc golf, and much more. And if you have outdoor sports equipment at your house that's no longer being used, bring it by Play It Again and turn it into cash. Before you head outside this spring, go inside Play It Again Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro.
1: At First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, it is important that we are where you are. You see, it's not only about offering the latest in banking technology, it's also about being there for you. We pride ourselves in having multiple locations where you are never far from one of our offices. We know it's important to you that from time to time you visit with us personally about a product or service or just a question about your account. We know the convenience of that service is important. You see, it's not just about the products we offer, but it is also about convenience. That's why we are where you are. First National Bank of Eastern Arkansas, member FDIC. Hey
16: y'all, it's Brandon Baxter for My Tire and Wheel Store, Local Tire and Wheel. And in the month of May, don't drive on those May pop tires. You know those tires that may pop at any time. Because in May, $5 gets you started on all in-stock passenger tires. We're talking new, safe, reliable tires. With peace of mind from Local Tire and Wheels Roadside Assistance and Road Hazard Protection Programs. Now it may sound too good to be true, but it's true. $5 gets you started on four brand new tires today. Plus, Local Tire and Wheel now offers six months, same as cash. You get the cash price, but you have six months to pay. And if you need longer than six months, that's cool too. Because Local Tire and Wheel will build a payment plan to fit your budget. Plus no credit check and everyone approved. Say goodbye to those Maypop tires. And get started for only $5 out of pocket today on all in-stock passenger tires. Six months, same as cash, payments to fit your budget, no credit check, and everyone approved. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518, South Caraway in Jonesboro. Localtireandwheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel. Jonesboro.
9: Hi, this is Christina Ricci with Rain. Join Rain in the fight against sexual violence and volunteer in your community. Log on to Rain.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot O-R-G to learn how you can be the someone.
4: Brought to you by Rain and this station.
0: You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the workday red zone.
1: Welcome back. As we've hit the home stretch of the workday, Red Zone, thanks for spending your Tuesday afternoon with us. It is last call on the Ritter Communication hotline nine three zero three seven seven six. One more time on the KavanaughCars.com question Will we see an NCAA split in the near future? And by that, I mean some kind of reorganization at the top whether the Power Five teams pull away and start their complete own new NCAA or whether it's just football that has some kind of a shakeup, just some kind of reorganization. Because uh, there is a part of me that wants to see somebody just blow it all up and start over. Amateurism is a mess yeah, right now. Uh, amateurism is also, in a lot of places, a myth right now. Uh, so there are there are some things that just need to change in college athletics and whether that means it's going to take reorganization to do so or what I I don't know but uh, right now uh, one more time looking at the poll here 40 percent of you say that yes we'll see it in the next five years Um, 34 percent of you think it'll happen in the next 10 6 percent later in the future 20 percent of you do not believe that we are in for some kind of significant reorganization in the NCAA. So again, this will be a topic that we monitor for years. Today was just a day of speculation, talking about what it might could look like, what changes might could happen. But at the end of the day, there's certainly not anybody out there saying right now that it should happen. Because the biggest reason, of course, is is money. And yes, There are some power programs that make significant chunks of change due to their TV contracts and things like that. But I think the biggest question that would stall a split is what would happen to the NCAA tournament. Because...
11: Yeah, yeah, undoubtedly.
1: It is a ratings and money-making behemoth. And even though, again, you know, schools that... Sorry, I saw something come out that that got my attention that kind of looked like it might have uh, pertained to what we're talking about. But it didn't anyway, so y'all just ignore that completely dead air and awkward moment there. But, but, you know, what would happen to the NCAA tournament is, is a big question. Because if you have... I'm not sure how interested Group of Five teams would be in letting Power Five teams have it both ways. In the sense that they get to pull away and write their own rules and have even more access to money. But then still have opportunities to be a part of the NCAA tournament and earn revenue there. You know, I, you wonder if the the response from the other 310 or so programs that get left behind would just be like, all right, see ya. Don't let the door hit you where the good yeah. Lord split you. Or if there would be some kind of effort to, to save the tournament and then what it would, I don't know, I don't know. That is obviously... Um, A conversation that would happen far, far, far above my pay grade. And even with all of the speculation that we're doing right now, it is hard to wrap your head around what a reorganized NCAA tournament would look like because, you know, mainly because it would, we'd lose the opportunity for some of the great storylines that we have every year. You're not having these Cinderella teams. If you have 50 teams break away in the NCAA and have their own tournament, Florida state beating Tennessee would not be a Cinderella moment, <laughs> even if one of, even if Florida State was seated at the bottom of the bracket. It just no, come on, not be anything like we've seen in the past. So, who knows? Who knows what it will all look like before it's all said and done. A lot coming up tonight. A fun day again. Cardinal baseball at 7:10. Uh, Grizzlies right here on the ticket at 8:30. 8 o'clock is your pregame time. So obviously coming up tomorrow, it'll be a big day of recapping what happens in those contests. And then of course, uh, on Wednesdays, Keith Merritt is kind enough to join us for hour one of the program. So those are some of the things that we have in mind for tomorrow's slate. There could also maybe, maybe be Arkansas state basketball commitment news. We are continuing to monitor uh, Mac Mansell, who is supposed to, make his announcement today at five o'clock on what time he is committing i, I i'm pretty sure that's central time <laughs> so <laughs> but just in case you might want to check check his twitter at like 402 and if he hasn't said anything then it's definitely central time and you can come back at, at five o'clock as arkansas state one of uh, three finalists in the running for that young man's commitment so again uh, a possibility of news that we'll be talking about there also tomorrow We'll be all done with the transfer portal so we can kind of size up uh, for sure what the departures look like from an Arkansas state women's and men's basketball and football perspective. Start looking at holes that all of those rosters will need and see what some of the national storylines are across the country with still some interesting rumors going on regarding the portal today as well so uh, again tomorrow we'll be able to put a bow on all of that and uh start learning a little bit more all of us about our team's rosters since we're finally at the point we're not going to see any more departures uh but that is a wrap for today really appreciate voice of the red wolves matt stoltz joining us in studio if you missed that chat we'll have it up for you this afternoon at 95.3 the tickets.com. keep it here the setup with Cade and andrew is next followed by the drive with brad bobo in the morning, have it here for the Front Row with Budrow at 7 a.m. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. And tomorrow we'll be back at noon. So for ki I'm Kara. Thanks so much for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day.